Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. If every drink is measured, how are you going to give a regular an honest pour? This is the Deuce Finale. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, you guys. Hey. We are back. Deuce, 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 Before deuce, we deuce. hit the deuce. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, I am here with Alexis, and she's hey. joining me. I'm so happy you're back. I'm so happy to be. I yeah. feel like we're back together. I know. We were hitting it solo we for were, like three weeks. Yeah, I was in Boston, uh-huh. and then when I came back, she was in Atlanta, yeah. uh, you know, visiting Tyler Perry Studio, I'm sure. I wish. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is the Deuce After Show, and mm-hmm. it's so bittersweet that this is the series finale. No more Deuce after um, this. I'm so happy to be here. I'm Louisa Charmatian, and my amazing HBO expert, Alexis, uh-huh. is joining me. Yeah. Um, you know, we're pretty sad. This was a bittersweet episode. Um, we both have different opinions about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we do dig in and break it down with all of you, I do want to say we have our live chat. Mm-hmm. And we love when you guys join in and comment. It's the best feeling ever. And we have a special segment. We have some news and gossip. And just overall, we're just excited to be here to just mm-hmm. close out this awesome piece of work. Yes. So you watched it. Um... Tell me, like, what's your feedback? I gotta be honest with you. Please do. I hated it. Ooh. So much. Mm. You know, I love this show. I know. I've been watching it since season one before I was even doing After Buzz to, oh, wow. to do the after I show. I, I just watched it as a fan. Yeah. Um, and I've loved it. And I know because this was the series finale and because I knew the writers knew they were going to have a last episode because you have a lot of finales where they don't know it's the end so they they can't close loops they can't really end the story the way they want to but they knew this was a series finale and while I feel like they did close loops and we did get answers I was just bored out of my mind it felt really really slow um and even though we did get answers they weren't answers honestly that I really cared about. I hate to say that because I love this show, but I was honestly very disappointed. The only thing I liked was the was the final moments with Vincent walking through Times Square. I thought that was a beautiful culmination yeah. of the season and how all of the characters came back. I thought that was great. But I'm not going to lie, I was checking the time every few minutes like, oh my gosh, I still have 45 minutes left. I still have 30 minutes left. Fun fact. Yeah. So um, they actually wrote that last part first before mm-hmm. they wrote any of the show. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's so cool. So yeah. like they had that idea of mm-hmm. Vincent being already at an old age, being mm-hmm. at Times Square, revisiting all these and people. And I loved that part. That's that it's part fun. was fine. Okay. But everything else, like until up everything up until that point, I was like, oh, I want to just turn this off. But I'm glad 
I didn't turn it off because I really loved that final moment. It's funny how you like that final moment. I did not. Really? I, I thought it was cheesy for some reason. <laughs> the way they just aged him up a bit mm-hmm. and it was just so slow. Mm-hmm. I, it kind of it ended how I thought it would end, but it was just cheesy. I wanted more. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and I think I can relate to wanting more answers. Yeah. But, you know, let's go ahead and start off with, um, so the parlors are closing, the bathhouses are closing. Everything um, is closed. Closing cut, be, because also it's a good way for the big corporate companies to eventually come in so they can make all their money. Mm-hmm. And um, so, because we're going to leave, you know, Candy and Vincent towards the end, we'll talk about that, because those are the media subjects and all, and all of that. But Bobby gets arrested for mm-hmm. insider trading. Mm-hmm. Now, did you realize, like, did the dad find out eventually? I didn't see the, the people telling him, hey, your son's in jail. Or did he say something to Vincent, like, he's going to go to county or something, like, let him learn? Well, did at did the, he know? Well, at the very end, in 2019, he did say to Vincent, I'll see you at the sentencing. Jo- well, Joey's wedding, and uh-huh. so, which I'm so confused. Yeah, so I was also confused. Like, okay, is he here for the wedding or is he here for the sentencing? Both, both. Um, yeah, so I guess that was him bringing it up, but that was also like almost 30 years later. 33 so why years is later. he just now getting sentenced? Wait, so the, maybe he's getting married in jail. Maybe. People do that, right? But, I mean... Usually, like, you end up in, I'm assuming he would go to prison for something like that, but that happens after the sentencing. So, it took you 33 years to get sentenced? That sounds so, crazy. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we start off, obviously, um, still heavy with the AIDS epidemic and all of that. Paul is sick. You can see him kind of, he uses his cane and all of that. So, let's talk about kind of Alston and what they try to do with Gene at the end of the day, they realized not much has changed with the mm-hmm. deuce. Is our chat working, by the way? The internet is oh, out, no, unfortunately. That, that I really okay. wanted to see which, if you all agreed about okay. our feelings of the finale. Yeah, yeah I'll probably try to pull it up with I my can, phone. I can let you guys know. So right now, Lionel Bolgan said oh. that they didn't like it either. And Cornelia Amiri says uh, it was rather tear-jerking at the end to see Vincent interact yeah. with the ghosts yeah. of the show mm-hmm. like that. I'll yeah. let you guys know more updates as they come in. Thank, okay. you. Thank you for your patience. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Thank yeah, you, I, I definitely know. agree, Cornelia. I felt emotional seeing all of, especially because we saw characters from the very beginning, Man. like Ruby. Like we hadn't even heard about her since the finale of season one. So I love that they were able to get all of the actors to come back. By the way, so I read that all of the actors we didn't see, it's because they're still alive. Mm. We only saw the ones that died. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I was wondering. I was Whoa. like, I was like, does this walk mean that Vincent is also dead? And this is t- oh. technically in heaven because if it's that theory that the the characters we didn't see are well, I mean, I guess they died. No, in the, the show. ones we didn't see are are still alive. The ones we saw are right. Dead. The ones we saw are dead. But, so, so does that yeah. mean that Vincent is dead too? I don't think Vincent's dead. I think Vincent's alive because he's going to the sentencing, mm-hmm. right? And I, well, he did mention I'm in Florida right now. Mm-hmm. He's not in New York. Interesting. But <laughs> um, that was like a fun little you know fact to throw in there. But yeah. um, so. Closing out the, bar, the the shops and all of that is probably their idea of cleaning out all of the AIDS and HIV and all of that. And we see Gene still being closeted and mm-hmm. all of that. Like I don't think he's going to come out anytime soon. Mm-hmm. He did move out. We'll see. Um, but as far as the most heaviest topics, I really want to talk about right now Eileen and her film. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she, she ruined her relationship with Hank because of that. And trust me, I'm all about women and choices and all of that. But 
The man said, "Look, I will pay you for the financing of your film. Just don't fuck on screen. <laughs> I love you. I don't want you to do that. And mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. If I love the guy like that, maybe she doesn't even love him that way. But I, if I wanted a future with someone, and he would say, "Don't do that. I won't do it." Yeah. I Am mean, I wrong for that, you guys? I loved when he said. I feel like you're sabotaging your opportunity to be loved. Mm, that's true, though. Mm-hmm. What she might have been doing, but also, to her credit, you know, I think she is just, when it comes to her filmmaking, I think it gave her a sense of control and power because she was working in jobs where she didn't have power because she was a prostitute and she had to depend on men and this was something that was in her control and I think she didn't want to give him the ability to take that control away from her by giving him the money. Not giving her the money, not saying that that's what he would have done because I don't think he would have. But I think in Candy's mind, she doesn't want to feel like she has to depend on somebody like that for that type of thing. She just wanted to be with him and love him. So why did it have to come down to money ultimately with him? But at the same time, I can understand his point of not wanting to see his woman having sex on camera. But at the same time, to flip all of that again, um, you knew who she was before you started dating yeah. her. Yeah. So. Well, I think she... He kind of dealt with the idea of I'm I'm dating a female director who makes, you know, eroticas. But the fact that you're still going to perform, I'm not okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm this corporate man. Mm-hmm. Now he got offered this huge gig. He's going to take it. I guess the girl in me wanted Candy to be saved. Yeah. I wanted her to have her happy ending. Like, leave this industry. Just mm-hmm. leave. Have a good, you know, life. Try to, you know, li- live with this man maybe. You know, he could help you financially. I guess that's what I wanted for mm-hmm. her. But we see that she ends up not wanting to make the movie. And it was so emotional for me when Harvey watched the clips and said, this girl is a straight-out director. Mm -hmm. Like, she is telling a story. And the love story is between, actually, Harvey and Irene. (sighs) Yeah, he loved her. Was he ever married? Yeah, he was. He had a girl. And when I was watching it, because I remember the last after show that I did, I was saying how disgusting I found it that they made out in that one episode. Yeah. And so when I was watching this episode, I noticed he had a a wedding ring on his finger. Now, I don't know if his wife supposedly died on the show or if he was still supposed to be with that same woman because he definitely had a wife on the show. So it's like, okay, are you still married now? Harvey was the perfect person for her. Ew, no. No, 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 no. He really understood her. And the fact that she showed up on set and they introduced this whole gangbang anal scene and all of that, it just showed that they treated her as a product, not mm-hmm. so much as a actress. And then she asked about having the different kind of lens for the money shop, but the guy didn't even care. Mm-hmm. So she was so turned off by everything, you know? And um, at the end, we find out she took Harvey's advice and took the sex out of the, mm-hmm. out of the film. Which and nobody was- watched it. Which actually became a huge, critically acclaimed film after she passed, which Mm -hmm. we'll talk about, which... By the way, Mm -hmm. um, the chat, from the chat, Roland666 is giving us a lot of interesting things. Oh, nice. But specifically one, Candy made 89 porn films and one art house film classic that's in the Criterion Collection. Which Which is Wanda, which I'll be talking about today. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. the Wanda one that mm-hmm. they based on, which was called a pawn in the game, right? Which they, you know, and you know what? And she did all of that without Hank or without any help from a man other than you know Harvey, who basically was her partner um, yeah. in creativity, not in life. So it's like I didn't need you when I was funding and doing all of those other projects, so I don't need you right now. So I get it from that. 
I get that. It just for me, I guess I just wanted her to have her little happy ending. Yeah. But if that means she has to be alone to figure life out mm-hmm. and find her little voice as a girl who she yeah. was before everything, because you know she was a fifteen-year-old runaway mm-hmm. who had this drastic, you know, tra- tragic life. I wish Candy touched upon Lori's suicide. Yeah, or she, anyone. She didn't at all, and I yeah. think that's a sign of the move of the show. How yeah, everyone kind of dropped like flies, and there's no time to talk the about that. The only people, the only person whose death they ever touched on on this show was Frankie. Yes, everybody yes. else they just kind of just moved on from it. But I yeah. thought with Lori, I think she was as big as a character as oh. Frankie was, and I thought they would have at least brought something up about her. Well, you know, before we continue on, I do want to say that we are here at Afterbus TV, and a quick little fun message thanking you guys for tuning in and always supporting us and letting you know that we are on iTunes, Spotify, on YouTube, so you can watch us and listen to us. And just a quick thank you and letting you know that we have all types of TV shows. And I always say we are a buffet of TV shows. We cater to you and um, give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe. Uh, Special shout out to Maria and Kevin for creating this platform for us. And we're just thankful. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Man, I don't know. Also, yeah. so another interesting thing that was said by Roland 666. Mm-hmm. Vincent died at the end when he walked down the subway with the ghost of his brother. So <gasps> there was one death that might have been acknowledged in Stop. the show. I can't. I I wonder, Roland, what makes you think that? Let us know, because I, I didn't pick up on that, but I mean, that's And cool. here's the thing I didn't pick up, Roland. I have a question. Why didn't they show Abby in this Times Square? Well, they did. I she did was not... walking across the street on the phone. Was that so... her talking on the phone? Yeah, so that's also another thing. So it's like, did th- that means she died too, I guess, and how? And no. like, there's so many questions of... there's. I feel like they spent so much time on everything else, closing all those loops, but then they introduced this new segue where all these people were dead... But we don't know how, we don't know why, we don't know when. We're just left to wonder, you know, what's up. On well, top of that, by the way, Cornelia Amiri said, Candy had a line when she said it's a tragedy when she was talking about her film, and I think that was a part of her story and some of the other characters on The Deuce, mm-hmm. that it was a tragedy. So that in part might have been Candy actually acknowledging the death of her friends in talking about her art. She did, she did say not a lot of tragedy in porn. Mm-hmm. She said something along those lines, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, well, if we're going to talk about Abby, let's talk about Abby and Vincent. They move out, all of that. So Abby's going back to school, mm-hmm. gives the bar to Loretta. We see Vincent, you know, leave the whole mob ties by giving 200K to Tony, mm-hmm. which was so dirty. I did not like that Tony guy at all. Yeah. Um. And here's the thing. Even to touch on Loretta a bit, I love how Loretta is escaping her savior, like, happy ending, too. Mm-hmm. Not, not not that every girl is to be saved, but here's a guy who really loves you. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, and I get that. You've lived with a man before. You've lived with a pimp before, and I get that. But, like, here's a guy wanting to give you, you know, his life to create a home, and you don't want that. It's, yeah. You know? I think, because I thought the same thing, I think we, our mindsets when it comes to those type of situations would be a lot different from a Loretta or a Candy just because of life experiences. When you've dealt with that many men and that many souls in your life and that much trauma with men and just constantly feeling like your body is not yours and belongs to somebody else, when you finally find that control 
and that respect for yourself and that feeling of I am I have the power now yeah. and I'm in control of my body and my life. You don't want to give that power up again. So when I look at it from that standpoint of just being in this world of just watching this show, I totally get it. But at the same time, I, we're hopeless romantics, yeah. obviously. So it's like, Seriously. come find the guy who's going to whisk us away and give us everything we've been looking for and make everything right. But that just hasn't been their story. And I, th- I think they don't trust it. I get it from that perspective, mm-hmm. totally, that they don't need to be saved. And, yeah. Like, they are their own hero mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why also Abby decides to leave everything and go back to school 15 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Abby, it's so funny because I was watching uh, the extra clip in the episode and David Simon said Ab- like they didn't even touch on the real Abby. Like they gave us of Ab- what Abby was, but Vincent was so obsessed with Abby and made sure everything was so spot on while directing mm-hmm. this whole series that Abby was really the love of his life. Yeah, and um, just to see that episode, uh, the the scene on the couch when he's like, "We had something." Yeah, I just still don't understand why they just broke up. They obviously were madly in love and had that respect in that character. No, she's too smart for him. They're different kind of levels intellectually. She was always here, and he was like, "You're." Yeah, but I mean, it they is could what it have is. found some sort of balance in the middle. They couldn't. Mm. <laughs> you were not here for it. It matters. Uh-huh. It matters, and um, I don't know. I just feel like Abby is doing the right thing for herself, and and. Yeah. We also see Paul walking down the street mm-hmm. with the cane, which is obviously his last months of living. Mm-hmm. Let's touch a bit on, and you guys, sorry for kind of all over the place today mm-hmm. because we just really want to cover it's everything. It's how the finale was. It's how the finale was. So all I, I don't want to like leave. How they say no rock uncovered, mm-hmm. no rock unturned. <laughs> unturned. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of those. I just want to like whatever's coming to me right now. I just want to like touch on. By Mal- the way, when you guys are ready, I have Roland's response about. Come Vincent. on, let us yeah, know. let us know before. So I touch Roland on says, "You see, old Vincent and his brother walk down the steps to the subway, and the camera pans over to a young Abby on her old cell phone, talking business with someone on her own path." So that's mm-hmm. apparently where you can kind of see Vincent, who is older, walking with his brother, who is younger at that point, and then we see Abby, who seemingly is alive. Abby mm-hmm. was on the phone, I he- and I heard a lot of detective talk. You think she became a detective or something in the police force? No, it just sounded to me like she was handling business. Maybe she, well, you know, she went back to school. So How much know. younger was Abby from Vincent, though? Not, like, drastically, like, 10 no. years? Maybe? I mean, if that's supposed to be modern day, she should have looked older, too. She yeah. She was younger than him. Um, it's just, I just wish we could call up David Simon, because I just have so many we'll questions. We'll tweet you. And get you on the show. We can do like a recap well, the of the show finale. Is over. It doesn't matter. We could do like we could do a spotlight on. Just you're talk right, about you're it. You're right. You're right. You're right. I I need something because yeah. like I said, just this was an extra fifteen minute episode. So much happened, but still no questions well, answered. Um, well, Mo's gonna help us out tomorrow morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so, hi, Mom. I love the picture you took of me, by the way. That screenshot with my bow and the denim jacket was fabulous. I loved it. Okay, so Melissa married her gay best friend, Reg, mm-hmm. who is... Reg or Reg? Reg, I think. Reg, oh my yeah. God, awful. Um, he's dying of AIDS, mm-hmm. and she he wants to leave her some money for the funeral. You know, hugged her up with a, this fashion job in the industry. Mm-hmm. She wants to marry him. Why do you think she did that? 
I don't get it. At first, because she did have this new job, I thought maybe she was marrying him because I just left from a benefits training. Money? So she can get benefits. Like, to help him because he's sick. Okay. Because if she's in this new job and she's working and she's getting benefits through her job, if they're married, he can get those same benefits from her. That's what I thought at first. But I think at the end of the day, it was something that they both wanted and they didn't know how much longer he had left. So it was something that they wanted to accomplish together. And they do love each other, not in a romantic way, but enough where they were willing to, you know, commit their lives to each other. But, you know, it's a true story. So they're just right in the deuce. And I -hmm. I watched um, after the episode, you know, the five minutes that they do. It's called Inside the Episode. Mm -hmm. um, That this is a true story. The porn star married her gay best friend dying of AIDS. And Mm -hmm. it's just so scary and so surreal, right? That these are like real life situations. I think it's beautiful. I, it is. I, I always think to myself, it. there's so many people in the world, so many people we interact with or just walk by on the street that have crazy lives or just lives that are just so opposite and different from ours and you never really know what kind of things people are doing. I could have a friend right now who's married to her gay best friend yeah. and not even no, <laughs> know totally. it. Totally. So. And um, to touch on AIDS and all Alston and Jean, they kind of feel like they didn't do much because they mm-hmm. were driving around town. They still see the prostitutes going to the car back mm-hmm. and forth. And I love how um, Vincent showed Leon, mm-hmm. the tall black waiter, which mm-hmm. was he's such an awesome actor. And mm-hmm. he just he wasn't in it too much, but his presence, you know, weighs a lot. Yeah. Um, but fast forward to the scene with Vincent drinking at the bar. Well, first of all, he's upstairs in the hotel room, and it just shows how much corporate controls everything. Now, porn is served to you in your room mm-hmm. on a remote control. Yeah. And that's where the deuce used to be, but now there's all these corporate buildings. Mm-hmm. And he goes downstairs for a drink, and he says this line that I wrote down. He says, if every drink... Well, he sees the bartender pour a small little drink, you know, with hesitation, everything's counted to the T, and says, if every drink is measured, how are you going to give a regular an honest pour? And it was just, man, like, the humanity of people were gone. Everything was money now. Mm-hmm. Everything's corporate money. And then he sees in the newspaper that Eileen died of cancer at 73. Mm-hmm. Wanda, well, which is the real film, but um, upon... A Game in the Pond being the critically acclaimed movie that now is owned by uh, the Criterion Collection, mm-hmm. which I believe was a branch of TCM, if I'm not mistaken. But um, it did really well, and she took Harvey's advice and took out all the sex scenes mm-hmm. and said no one ended up watching it. But it's kind of one of those things like Van Gogh, he died, and then all his art started to pop, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then he goes down the street, he's walking, he says bye to everyone, we see Lori, we see Cece, mm-hmm. and then we see Paul, mm-hmm. all of his ghosts are haunting him. We see the guy but he killed with the blood on the shirt. But makes me wonder, like, I think he's dead too. Even before he goes off on the subway, I think even him sitting at the bar... He's not alive for it. That's what I honestly think, but I, I, it's killing me that I don't Someone know. Someone explain to us, first of all, why is Bobby, like, said the sentencing of Bob, of Joey I think is what, odd. I think what sucks about this series finale, in addition to just being slow, is that, and maybe they did this on purpose, it's left so much just on what people interpret it to be. More so than us knowing that this is what happened. We know Lori killed herself. We know all these people died, 
but we don't know how. We don't know if Vincent's still alive. We don't know what work, what this walk is really. Here's telling the us. thing I propose to David Simon and George Pelicanos with me and Alexis right here. Mm-hmm. We are gonna tweet you guys tomorrow on repeat to make sure that hopefully one day in the next few weeks. You can either do a Skype interview with us or come to the studio where we can break down the deuce. Mm-hmm. You know? They're I, not going to do it. Not that I they wouldn't come here, but I think I think the writers purposely did it to where we interpret it in our I want to know. Mm-hmm. I have so many, like, questions and all of that. Because I feel like even if we got them on, they would be like, it's what you took from I still it. would want to talk to them. They're both yeah. Oh, yeah. Please come on. The wire and all of but that. But I feel like so. they're going to hit us with the okie doke. Like, if you took it that way, that's how it is. By how much? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, how much did we love the Game of Thrones uh, song in the hotel room? You didn't catch that? I don't watch Game Girl! of Thrones. I love I'm, HBO, I but I don't watch. I don't H- watch it either. I'm not gonna lie. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I'm not a. I mean, I, I don't want to say that. I just it's not my cup of tea. I do know the theme song, so I didn't even when, know there was a theme song. So dun 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 dun. <laughs> and they used it in the deuce. So, in the hotel room, when Vincent was clipping, like... Oh, he was probably watching it. And them. guess what? This was a... This was Leave taking it to place. HBO to have a plug. No, they... No, you know, they, they use that. David Simon said they use that because it's so hard to get clearance with other soundtracks and theme songs since mm-hmm. it's an HBO show. Yeah. It was easier for them, but it makes so much sense because... And it's free marketing. It took place in May 2019 mm-hmm. when I was in New York this year. Uh-huh. How crazy is that? You guys, the first time I went to New York this year, I visited Times Square, was for my Food Network show I was on, Worst mm-hmm. Bakers in America. Check that out. And um, <laughs> I visited New York for the first time in May, and this finale took place, like the last five minutes, May 2019. You're probably in the scene where they're walking and don't oh even know God! it. <laughs> oh, And, um... The fact that they highlighted Game of Thrones, they're just showing what the future is. 33 years later, the bar was not popping. People were boring on the newspaper. You know what I mean? It's just, it was sad. I thought it was funny that it was supposed to be in 2019 and they were even reading a newspaper. Do people still do that? No, they had some, you know, middle-aged people still reading it, but mostly, like, their phones and Blackberries were like this. They had Mm -hmm. some people in the elevators, like, you know, selfies and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. But we saw what the real Times Square is, like the mm-hmm. subway and all of that. It's just, I, I really feel like Vincent is dead for the simple fact, one, they were reading a newspaper in 2019, hoopla, and then yeah. coincidentally, that's the newspaper that has Eileen's death in it. Yeah. Too much of a coincidence. I feel like he was not, wasn't alive. And also, Vincent's uh, brother, Frankie, in real life, uh, died years later after he was shot mm-hmm. because they couldn't get the bullet out of his eye. Oh. So he ended up dying of complications of that. Before the For the show, they, they rushed it a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, anything else before we go on to our little special segment? No. Are like we missing it- anything? How's our chat doing? Oh, yeah, Ray or Reg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. She's smart. Interesting.
But she was like a big director. Oh! Well, that's not saying much. I did hear that Game of Thrones had a very shitty ending. Well, HBO, what the heck? What's up with all these terrible series finales? Speaking of HBO, I'm watching Barry now. It's fantastic. Sorry, this is so random. Barry is so good. Okay, okay, so let's wrap up about this, and then let's talk about our our segment and our news and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But this was... This was such a good show. I have so much to say. I know. I honestly, yeah. even though this the series finale disappointed me, I can say I'm very sad to see the show end. And like um, Cornelia said, it was very emotional seeing all the characters come back and kind of seeing things culminate and come to an end. Um, and Ma- yeah. like Maggie Gyllenhaal, I hope you get em- nom- um, nominated mm-hmm. for Emmy or something. This show yeah. needs to get something. It's too good. Yeah, oh. and I'm gonna miss doing this after show too. Yeah, but we'll be back. Yeah, but um, but I want to talk about this hot three OMG moments of it. the season. Do and it. in the live chat, let us know if you agree. Let us know what your top OMG moment is, um, and we can just talk about it with you. So I think number three, top three OMG moment was when we saw our beloved Candy go back to doing. Porn yeah, for me it was like we thought that you dirty girl. We did predict that she was going to go mainstream and give up the porn industry, which she didn't did end up doing. But we did not see it coming that she was going to go back to actually doing the act of being the actress in the right, porn right. film. Um, so that was a big shocker, big OMG moment for me. I me think too. number two OMG moment was Lori ending her own life. Kind of saw it so coming, hard. but that still so hard. hard to see. Um, kind, I was hoping that she something would turn around for her and that it wouldn't have resulted in that way. But I think they did kind of prepare us with everything that was kind of going wrong in her life. Um, that she would ultimately just take her life. Right. Because she didn't know how to stand on her own. So, But still an OMG moment and very, very sad to watch. And I think everybody's OMG moment and probably the saddest moment for me to see on this show, even in all the deaths that we see on this show, was the death of Frankie. Um, and I think the Deuce writers realized that that was going to be something tough for our fans, which is why it was the only death they really talked right. about after it had happened. Um, so, yeah, those are the top three OMG moments. Me, for me I relate to Deuce. all of that. Yeah. Good job, girl. Let us good. know in the live chat if you agree or what mm-hmm. moment you like. Well, now I'm going to talk about our special segment and highlight a very important film. And it's not exactly a porno, but this is the film that they were talking about, you know, made by, you know, Candy, Eileen. Um, and in the in the movie, they changed it to a game, a pawn in the game, but it was actually called Wanda. And I'm going to read about it. And I haven't seen it yet because um, I got introduced to it today. But basically, Wanda, made in 1970, was very popular after she already died. And this is what it says. The real name of the director is Barbara Loden. And says, with her first and only feature film, a hard luck drama she wrote, directed, and starred in, Barbara Loden turned in a groundbreaking work of American independent cinema, bringing to life a kind of character seldom seen on screen. Set amid a suit-choked Pennsylvania landscape and shot in an intensely intimate style, 
The film takes up with distance and soft-spoken Wanda, who has left her husband, lost custody of her children, and now finds herself alone, drifting between dingy bars, motels, where she falls prey to a series of callous men, including a bank robber who ropes her into his next criminal scheme. Mm. And until now, difficult to see masterpiece that has nonetheless exerted an outsized influence on generations of artists and filmmakers, Wanda is a compassionate and wrenching portrait of a woman stranded on society's margins. Hmm. Okay. I, I would love so to watch that. There's very similar there. to Candy's. Yeah. It's pretty much the same press. And, and, and it's funny how she, I love how she included no sex, so it's more mainstream. She listened to Harvey. Mm. I would love to talk to the real Harvey one day. He's mm. probably, you know, passed on now. Who knows? Or maybe he's alive. Just... I wonder what happened between them. So, mm-hmm. you know, she lives. She lives thirty three years more than that. So she has cancer and she passes. What's Adam doing? Did Did you and Adam rekindle? What happened so to Hank? Did Hank text you or DM you? Questions. I'm sure there was Instagram. <laughs> so many questions that we're never going to get the answer to when they had a series finale that they could plan for. It's just ugh. no. There's reasons behind this. They don't yeah, just leave it like this. I on think purpose. I think they want it to be a conversation piece where we have to talk about what we think happened to keep the conversation going and for it to never die, which is smart as writers. Now on to news. Yes. All right, guys. This is more so gossip than it is news. But if you were wondering. Why is this the last episode of The Deuce? Um, We're going to talk about that. So the gossip with it was they were ending it, one, because of the scandals with the stars, mainly because of James Franco, or two, just because the ratings weren't doing well. Now, while the ratings did dip 29% between season one and season two, that's not the reason why the show is ending. Um, I read an article with the creators, David Simon, and his writers on why the episode why this series was ending and basically it was a plan all along to only have three seasons um he said that you know usually you're on a series for about two or three years i don't want to be writing about porn for six to ten years i think three years was enough and three seasons was enough and enough to wrap things up in the way that it was especially because now we kind of already know where porn has ended up man so right in your phone right here right like i can just pull up porn right now in the middle of this show So, you know, how far did they really need to go in letting us know about porn? So, if you were wondering what the true tea was about why the show was ending, the tea is that it was meant to end in season three, and that's exactly what happened. So, that's the gossip on The Deuce. I'm really excited to see the next project George and David come up with. Mm -hmm. They are incredible writers. You Mm -hmm. both need Emmy wins, Globe wins. I don't know if you guys are nominated in the past. Who knows? You guys are so worthy. Mm-hmm. Such an important show highlighting h- how the American institution f's people. Basically, mm-hmm. you know that's that what well, that's what they highlight. That's what they highlighted with the wire as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> it is now. Is it really? <laughs> what did I say? Ah! Oh, uh- that's what he's known for, you know. Before for, for what, the Wire, video. it was drugs and and violence in Baltimore, and now this is you know mm-hmm. porn and sex and violence and all of that. So yeah. we love you so much. And um, before we wrap, are you on other after shows after this, so our followers can 
follow us there. Yes, you guys can watch me on All Rise every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. You all can also watch me on the Love After Lockup After Show every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time and on Married to Medicine. Girl, at three 9 shows. Can you Sunday tell we're Pacific single? <laughs> yeah, that I don't have a life like an that. <laughs> and you can also catch me on the Love After Lockup News Daily. If you're a Love After Lockup fan, we do have a daily news show How where you can cute. catch me there. Um, and in addition to all of my many shows and all of my love for AfterBuzz, you also can follow me on social media at I am Lexi Spears. Awesome. And I'm going to be back for the Ray Donovan After Show, which I'm super excited. I believe November 18. It's nice. one of my favorite shows on Showtime. Um, join me. We don't have a day yet, but I'll post on my Instagram. So follow me on Twitter at Lou Charmatian, on Facebook at Louisa Charmatian, and on Instagram at Louisa Charmatian. I also do regular spotlight on. I, I always love to bring in cool guests and pick their brains, so stay tuned for that. Time to get David Simon in there. Oh my god, girl. Yeah. David Simon and George Pelicanos, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And just shout out to the dudes for the cast. More important, more importantly, the women, I think, were the most strongest characters mm-hmm. on the show. I don't care what you say, whatever you say, I'm going to be pro-woman <laughs> right Franco. now. No, the <laughs> women were the most vulnerable physically, mentally, and all of that. We love you. Mm-hmm. And this has been such a fun run. I know, Louisa. What am I going to do with my Mondays? Ah! I'm going to miss you. I know. I'm excited. Uh, shout out to our producer, Vita. Yes, oh, thank Vito. you, guys. And by the way, I just want a real quick shout out to the chat. Thank you. Give me shelter. Roland666. And Vero Mo is actually in the chat as Giants number one Mo, fan. Hi, Mo. Um, and our laptop's not got, working here. <laughs> we've also got Michael Lee. And, uh, of course, Cornelia, too. Yeah, Cornelia. Everybody. Uh, and Lionel really. Bolgen, who yeah. is in the Such DBK an incredible Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so love you guys. For Seriously. tuning in every week. You all have been so consistent and rocking with us throughout the entire season. And we're going to miss you. And we'll be on the lookout for the next show that David and George make. Which also, by the way, David Simon and... Uh, David Simon has a new series coming to HBO uh, <gasps> called The Plot Against America in It's always the something. What, 2020? Okay, well, 2020. Can't, well we're going to see if me and um, Alexis can do that after show. Yeah. We'll tweet about it so you guys can jump on board again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's time to say deuces to the deuce. Deuces! Bye, we love guys. you. Bye, you guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 